Keith Austin Pleb. Welcome to Austin Bitcoin Club. Austin Bitcoin Club podcast. Today we have a, a better guest than uh, than Kyle because Kyle sucks. And today we have uh, Keon. He's uh, actually the co-founder of Pleb Lab, and he's also the founder of Stacker News. So, yeah, welcome on board to the Austin Bitcoin Club uh, podcast. Thank you, Car. I'm also more Jack than Kyle. <laughs> and more attractive, and more persuasive than Kyle. More optimistic as well. <laughs> you are. You are. You are. Um, so um, what did you think about last night's um, club meeting? I thought it was great. I thought Tristan did a great job. He like sat down with me before the uh, before he gave the presentation. He was super nervous. And uh, yeah, uh, I just I tried to give him feedback, but I'm, I'm super nervous when I talk in front of people, too. But he, I thought he did really well. He like paced. And so he was moving. He was like really super active. So it was like fun. It was more fun to watch than if he was just like stationary. He's, he stuttered a little bit, but everyone stutters when they speak. So I didn't think there was any issue with that. I thought it went over really well and he worked so hard on it. I mean, he like really presented, I think, the whole idea really well. I had no idea escrow was, uh, was like a thing outside of like buying a house. Like I had no, I had no idea anyone cared about escrow at all that it ever got used. Um, which is just like me being naive because, you know, super has been working on this escrow thing for a long time. So obviously there's something there, but I just, for whatever reason, I'm like, why would anyone want escrow at all? Like, I'm thinking I'm just like a financial noob. Uh, that was cool. I got to talk to squeak, the, uh, the creator of squeak node. So I learned a lot about his like protocol and how that works. And like some of the difficulties had on lightning trying to get basically like a layer three built on top of lightning. And it turns out it's kind of tricky. Um, and that kind of makes sense. You know, at, at one point you weren't able to build a layer two on top of Bitcoin, like L1 didn't allow it. But my hope is that 
L2 will be built in a way that building a decentralized protocol in L2 will be like more possible in the future. And then things like SqueakNode can more easily do what they want to do. Um, that was really cool. Um, yeah, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, I, I feel bad. Squeak, if you're out there, I apologize. I he, he came <laughs> he came up to us like uh, early on because Kyle wanted to have a meeting at Austin Bitcoin Club. And I'm like, oh, man, we have to have a meeting like me, Keon and Kyle. And I'm like, that's like the worst time to have a meeting inside of Austin Bitcoin Club, like pull away because everybody wants to come talk to us. And uh, and I had never met Squeak before. And I was like, hey, can you give us five minutes? And it probably came off super rude. So Squeak, if you're out there, I'm so sorry. Um, He's like the nicest guy. I don't think he, I don't okay, think he minds. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, it's not that I was like trying to, you know, you know, brush you off. It was literally because you were like the fourth, third person like that came up wanting to talk to us. And I was like, can you give us five minutes? Yeah, you like almost put your hand on his chest. You were like an I, inch away from his chest. You were I like, know. bro. I was like, I was so, I felt so bad because it was like the third, fourth person that came up and I was like, can you give us five minutes? And I was like, I felt so bad afterwards because I never do that. But it was like, I just wanted to hear what Kyle had to say so I can go back to the to the club. But it was all good. I mean, I think he, he was really nice. I went up to him later and got to talk to him about it. And uh, we spent like my, most of my evening was spent talking to him, just trying to get a grasp of what he was building and. He offered to help me if I and if I encountered any similar problems. He's just a stellar guy, really nice. I don't think he minded at all. I think he understood immediately. So okay, cool. Next time I see him, I'll apologize to him in person too. So I apologize again, Squeak. Um, yeah. So other than that, uh, what do you think? Uh, I know you hate the chicken. The chicken is awful, Kyle. <laughs> if you're listening to this, this is this is your co-founder who's more Jack than you and more enthusiastic and optimistic and persuasive than you. And I'm telling you, the chicken gives people diarrhea, dude. We got to get it off, uh, <laughs> off the menu. I've, I've had, I've had three other than me. There's three people who have confirmed, uh, cases of diarrhea after they've had this chicken. Damn, really? Yeah. So I don't want to say any names, but, okay. but that's, an, that's, an, that's a pretty big sample size. Okay. I think that's, I think that's confirmed now. So we got to switch it up. Um, I think it should be tacos. It's also, it's also hard as fuck to eat uh, fried chicken in like a social setting like it's it's a it's like a messy food it's like trying to eat ribs in a social ses- setting you're just gonna get all kinds of stuff all over your face and you need a plate we should do papacitos we should do we should probably just yeah we should probably just do i don't know what papacitos is it's like it's like it comes like catered and it has like fajitas tortillas all this all the, all the toppings and you can literally they literally will come up here catering papacitos catering will come they'll come all already ready to go Plates, everything, chips, everything, bro. And it's like amazing. And Papacitos is like, I love Papacitos. But yeah, we could we should totally do Papacitos next time. Yeah, I think tacos are probably the way to go. I mean, we're in Austin. We should taco be taco plebs. Yeah, we should be taco plebs. I I mean fried chicken was great. I thought it was an interesting novelty to begin with, but uh like I couldn't I couldn't let myself eat it because I knew I'd get sick. I saw you, dude. We we went up there and you I was like, You're getting chicken? He's like, Yeah. And then like as soon as you were about to pick it, like, I just can't have this and you walked away. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was that bad for you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to tell detailed stories about other people's bowel movements in addition to mine. But it's uh Yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah. It, I think it's gotten to the point now where like we go to bit devs and everybody's like, I don't want to go to Cooper's because of the mariachis. And I'm like, Man, I love the mariachis, but I can I can kind of understand like some people don't like mariachis, right? 
Yep, absolutely. I mean, it it leaves you don't want to leave a bad taste in people's mouths, and uh, this is like you know the back end of the mouth. We're leaving a bad taste there. So yeah, yeah. so if we're scaring people off with with fried chicken, <laughs> yeah, then we should probably change it. We I don't mean, wanna... even if they don't consciously realize it, they're associating Austin Bitcoin Club with diarrhea, and it, <laughs> <laughs> like so, it, it's a probably a problem for us. Yeah, it was still a great turnout. I thought there was a lot of people there. It was fucking cold last night, though. Yeah, that probably discouraged people from coming out. Yeah, it was, it was still a good turnout, though, I thought. And there's yeah, a, it was popping. There's so many. Did you see? There's a lot of VCs there. I saw, were like, there? four. I saw, well, the reason what I What do they look like? I mean, there were the, people the, with jackets. Yeah, so with that's, the, where, with, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, I saw, like, four with the, you know, the VC jackets. But there's a lot of, like, you know, fintech guys or people who Escrow, are, like, I LARPing mean, as a wealthy man. Oh, is that what that is? I think so. I mean... Do so you think they're LARPer VC jackets? I don't think they're... Wearers? Maybe they're real VCs. I don't know. It dep- I, didn't, I didn't talk to any Well, I know for sure there's two that introduced themselves as VCs. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you remember their names? I don't want to talk to them. Okay. There, is there but I, then I, I saw, And then I saw... Yeah, definitely. Okay. And then there's two others that were wearing the... The, what do you call that? What is that called? The sweat, the sweater vest thing. Yeah, or not a sweater vest. It's like a vest, the Patagonia. Yeah, yeah, style yeah. vest. It's like they're go, they're going on a hike, and they want their torso to be warm. Like, well, well, why is that the standard? Like, where? I think that was just. It, I think it became like a gift that you would get at like conferences and things. It would be a common like merch item, like a swag thing that you would get in the Bay Area because everyone wants one of these vests because it. Like it's it's appropriate for the climate in like San Francisco. And I think, you know, a lot of prominent VCs were seen wearing them. And now if you want to be seen as a VC, it's like a it's like a it's like a psychological hack to just wear one of these around and people will associate you with, you know, someone oh. who's both eccentric and wealthy. Uh okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's like a shtick now. I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Like there's a lot of people, regular plebs that came up to me. Um, they were like, hey, what's up, car? Like, and I had no idea who they were, but it was cool. Um, but th- that they were like fans of like TFTC. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I forget you're a celebrity now because I no, knew I'm you, when, a, you were, no, when you were at the bottom, dude. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm still at the bottom. What are you talking about? You're at the top now. No, I'm not at the top. <laughs> but it was it was really cool to see a lot of freaks there, too. So that was cool. Like uh, and then we had uh, we had some other people that were new to Bitcoin that were coming in there. That we're talking about. I didn't even know you guys had that. Like, there are some new people. There are like three people that came up to me, like, I didn't know you this existed. Um, that was cool. And they're like, I didn't know this meetup. I was like, it's not a meetup, it's a club. <laughs> like, I fixed that right away. I was like, Whoa. no, this is not a meetup. This is a club. Wow. It's exclu- it's exclusive. What the heck is the difference? <laughs> There's a big difference. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a big difference. And I think that's that's the that's the thing that no one gets like in the scene, is like there's so many meetups. And it's such a subtle difference. And I tell everybody, like, don't start a meetup. Like, and start and, a social movement. Is that no, like no, no? It has nothing to do. It's just it's uh, cigars. No, no, it has leather couches. To, no, Those, like, like tufted leather couches. No, it's like it. So there's this book I read. I won't say what book it is, but there's this book I read a long time ago when I was thinking about doing this. And when I told Kai, Mein Kampf, why are you saying what it what? is? Is what it Mein Kampf? I don't know what that it's is. It's the book that like Hitler wrote or something. No, okay. no way, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're afraid no to way. Say you're afraid to say it. I thought. I don't want to give away all my secrets, but like. Oh, I the, see. Oh, it's like, okay. No, it's a, it's a strategic thing. 
right? I see. You don't want your enemies to know about this book. No, I don't have enemies, but I'm saying <laughs> like when you build culture, when you build a movement, like there's a reason why you do certain things, right? And so like early on, I had told Kyle, I was like, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna call it a meetup. Like everybody else is calling theirs like a meetup, and that's so stupid. I, I told him like that's just the dumbest thing you, you could do. And and like to this day, I see everybody like launching meetups, and I'm like, they just don't get it. Like they don't understand it. And I tell everybody that starts a meetup, I'm like, don't call it a meetup, call it a club. And and I give all of these people that same advice. Like, like they DM me, I'll have a conversation with them on Telegram, and I literally tell them, don't call it a meetup, call it a club. And they and then everything then when they post their thing, I'll retweet them. And it literally says meetup. They never take that advice. I'll even make designs for them. I'll do this for them. I'll, I'll help them out with everything. And the best advice I give them is literally to tell them to start a club. And they never take that advice. They follow suit with everybody. And that's the thing that no one understands is like why it's called a club. It's like, I, tell you the, I say this to Kyle all the time. I'm like, the difference between Austin Bitcoin Club and all these other meetups is that we're a club. And they're just meetups. And that's the thing that they don't get. I mean, I'm beginning to grasp the distinction it it sounds like you're making without articulating it, just because you're so like emphatic about it. Um it so sounds it's when somebody came in yesterday and they're like, I didn't never know you guys had him. I'm like, it's not a meetup, it's a club. And they're like, Oh, I'm like, yeah, it's exclusive. Okay, so part of being a club is making it part of part of what a club means is it's exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, it's exclusivity. The other part of a club is it sounds more like durable, like than a meetup. That's the other. That's the other thing that uh, that's like the association mentally that I have with a club. Because you can get kicked out of a club. Right. We've we've kicked out people. Have you? Yeah. Who'd you kick out? Not gonna say, but we have. Oh dang. Yeah. So like, if there's somebody like shitcoining, or there's somebody that like is you know, a shit coiner will kick them out. Did you guys rough them up a little bit? No, we just tell them you're not allowed back. All right. Because we're a club. I see. I think I get it. Yeah, you get it? Because anybody can come to a meetup because they'll have like, they'll they'll do the whole thing where we only have so many RSVPs. But like ours is a club. I see. So that's the other distinction perhaps is like there's like a membership, there's like a belonging, there's there's an approval that you get as a part of a part of being there versus a meetup, which is just, you know, a place where people meet up and it goes, it like evaporates the moment you leave. But do you see the difference though with yeah. us though? Like we have, a, a, we have our own telegram where like everybody helps each other out because it's a club. There's, we call each other brothers because we are brothers. We call each other sisters. Like everybody helps each other out. Right. Yeah. Like we have, we have pleb lab where everybody helps each other out. Like it's, it's a, it's a club. It's a very exclusive club where everybody helps each other up, everybody lifts each other up, and we do these things for each other because we're a club. Dude, we, I mean, I think I get it. We should we should probably have something that 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 signifies that someone's a part of the club or not, like some kind of like a piece of merch or something that's like exclusive that you've been vetted and you're like you are in the club. Like there are things that we can do where someone can signal to other people that they belong to this thing if there's a club. It was in yeah. that yeah. I don't know how to do that though, but but, but I think you kind of know you're in the club when you're in the club. But I don't know how to do that, though. Maybe you can come up with an idea for that. It was in that the, uh, that book, Get Together, that was released by Stripe Press. I'm like one of those tech bros that loves everything that Stripe Press puts out. But uh, it, was in that, it was in that book. They describe like how you build a community. And one of, the, one of the 
examples they gave of like one type of community building was, I think it was like a football club. So that's a club. Uh, and they would, they would have, or no, it was a cycling club. And they would have, they would have membership shirts for every region that, that you were in. So you, I think you would get a patch or it was maybe, it was, or maybe a shirt. I don't, I don't exactly remember, but it was some kind of, it was some item that you could wear out where people outside of the club wouldn't know what it meant. But when like other people in the club would see you, regardless of like kind of where you were geographically, they would know you're part of that same like global club. And then you, and then there's something, some like insignia that says that it's like, you know, like the more local membership that you have. So if you find someone more that has the more, that's part of the more local club, you can like associate with them. Maybe it would just be like an ABC patch or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should get like those biker jackets, you know, like with, uh, oh, with like a dragon cool. on the back or something. <laughs> <The dragon. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> dragon. I don't know. Yeah. We can get, yeah. uh, we can have like. But I think I think most thing. people know when they're when they're in and they're not. I think I think like right now, like you can kind of tell like who's in and who's not, right? Like just by walking around the room, there's some people that that I that know that I want to come in, and then like there's some people that that aren't in. But you can kind of tell, right? And then I even see some people that they're, they're like they could want to talk to us because they you can kind of see like they'll walk around the room and they'll be like, oh, I see. Like yesterday, I overheard somebody say, "Oh, that's Ben." Oh, like like I heard somebody say that like from like from afar, and I was like, oh, they want to talk to Ben. That might have been me. I'm still a fanboy, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I see this. I see what you you're see saying. What you're saying? Like yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I heard somebody like, and then like even like Remy, like I introduced him this week as Thriller Bitcoin's writer, and like I like even he was like talking to somebody else and like i was like oh yeah like you can kind of see like other people were around and like it's like a whole you can kind of see who's in and who isn't like it's very easy but it's uh it's cool man i I really like the club aspect of it and i think a lot of these meetups just don't get it hopefully they'll get it eventually and they'll start making clubs because that's how you really build a following yeah i think we need I mean, I think we've been saying this from the beginning, but it'd be great to have like a manifesto on how you do this. I know you guys did that for that spaces with Bitcoin magazine. You guys kind of like verbally kind of imp- imp- like improvised like the, the manifesto for possible, like how you build such a movement wherever. But it'd be cool if, well, you know. we have to get for it. We just, I just haven't updated it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't even know what it would have, but I mean, all of these ideas that are like, that aren't weren't apparent maybe initially or wouldn't be apparent to someone except for you when they started this thing. Um, like it'd probably be really useful to have that those ideas. Yeah, for sure. So just real quick, I want to talk about Stacker News. Okay. If you're okay with it. Sure. Okay. I won't ask too many specifics, but it's been taken off, dude. Uh I think that's that's probably an overstatement. So I'm like, you know me, I'm like kind of pessimistic and kind of even even, uh, tempered. And I think um, it's gotten a lot more people are aware of it. But I don't think that that doesn't that doesn't really necessarily mean anything because, you know, people are really aware of like Theranos or whatever. Like, (laughs) like, so you can be you can be aware of something and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything necessarily like, okay. Yeah. And it, you know, it's really nice. I got, I got a nice pump when I announced that I fundraised or whatever, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. What matters is how many, how many users I have, how active are they, how much they love the product, how, you know, can they live without it or not? Like that's, that's what I'm measuring mostly. And so I don't think I've solved, I don't think I've cracked that yet. And so that's, um, that's what I think about. And I almost don't, I almost don't, 
it's nice that people are aware of me because now I can maybe if I need help or or whatever or like or they see they see Stacker News around on social media or something, maybe they're a little more likely to click on a link because they're they've seen it before. And so that's all very good and great. I just I need to there's so much work I need to still do. So I'm like not ready to be like pumped on what right. I have. I think that's my problem. I, I get too excited when when um, word gets out about things. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it goes. There it goes. But I think you're right. You just need to I need to see proof of it. You need to see results from it. Yeah. I mean, there's like a common or like an idea that floats around Silicon Valley a lot um, is uh, is product market fit. So this kind of idea of product market fit, meaning like your your product fits the mar- what the market wants and the, it's like in demand with the market. And so, you know, so we have that concept and it's like, how do you, how do you measure that? And the main way people say to measure that is like, if, if you have product market fit, you know it. Like, um, and the way I've taken that is that your growth is, is uncontrollable. Like you it's growing on its own. Um, you can't keep up with the demand, you know, my, you know, if, if I, Stacker News had product market fit, the servers would be going down constantly. I would, I would need to be hiring people. Um, uh, I would, I, I couldn't code anymore and I just have to be having to hire people, um, uh, do whatever. Like you can just imagine the scenario under which Stacker News takes off and it's not there yet. And so until I'm there for me, it's, you know, it's still a toy. Um, and I'm going to consider it a toy and, and, uh, and be striving to make it, make it something else. I think it's a very useful toy though. It's one of my favorite toys. Yeah. I think, I think it, it has novelty and I think it has, and it has utility. That's why I built it. Uh, like I use it all the time for myself and I, I find it valuable that there's tons of stuff I discover and that's going on in the community that I don't, that I wouldn't discover otherwise things that I would miss. Um, but it can be, it can be better. It's not, it's not yet essential. It's not yet like I wouldn't, yeah, it's not, it's not yet, it's not yet an essential part of other people's lives. It doesn't mean as much to them as it means to me. And I think it's because I haven't like manifested the entire vision for it. Yet. I don't know, dude. I, I feel like that's where I get like my best um, ideas for articles uh, for Thriller Bitcoin. I, I've been telling Remy about it. I'm like, dude, go, go there to get all your signal about what's going on. Cause that's where like, the best signal for Bitcoin is, is on Stacker News. Um, Certainly the density of it, like there isn't as much like, you know, infighting and FUD and stuff. And that's just a part of, you know, being Bitcoin exclusive um, and like requiring Bitcoin to like participate. So you're not going to get people who have, who have a really negative take on Bitcoin or like a, you know, uh, you know, don't deserve to have an opinion on Bitcoin participating so that's that's like one way it provides i think it provides that signal what do you think about uh just your thoughts on pleb lab and how far it's come since it came out it spun out from austin bitcoin club what are your thoughts on that i mean it's crazy it's kind of crazy how fast it all happened um yeah i had no idea it would end up like this i mean i think we like when we were initially talking about this i don't know what like all i don't know if all of our origin stories line up but for me it was just like we were all working together here at capital factory and i was my golden ticket was up which is like you know uh, josh josh bayer is like willy wonka here and he gives you a golden (laughs) ticket and you get you you get to you get to like work here uh for free for a couple months and i ended up 
earning that thing and working here. And I, mine was, mine was coming up and I had just met Kyle and Carr and we were, we were hanging out and I was like, wow, it's really cool to get to talk about Bitcoin every day with people. And I, I love that. I'm going to really miss that when I lose my golden ticket. Cause I'm poor and I'm just going to, I'm going to work out. I'm literally going to work out of my garage. And I was like, you know what I'm really going to miss is just hanging out with you guys and then having a long walk downtown every day and, a, and like a, a long wind down walk home. And what I want us to still have that. And my vision of it was, was a house and we still might end up doing that. But like my vision for Pleb Lab was just having a bunch of Bitcoiners in a house working together and just vibing and, you know, doing what humans do best and like building each other up and helping. And, uh, yeah. And, and then we ended up getting this kind of getting in a situation where Pleb Lab actually started. And then Michael, you know, uh, Willy Wonka, uh, you know, extended a, a favor and, uh, then we stayed. And, uh, it's been, it's been really magical. Just like, you know, just like it, if I have a problem, if I was, if I need, if I need anything that I'm like an experience with, I have, I have like 10 other people in like every day that I can just go to in person and disrupt whatever they're working on, however much they, <laughs> they hate it. And they probably hate it, but I, I can just be like, Hey, I don't, I don't understand how this works or, or that's really cool. I saw what you're working on and I get to, I get to like build off of like their, their own momentum. Like we all share each other's momentum too. all of our experience. It's like, it is, a, it is like a hive mind is really what ends up happening. I had no idea it'd be like that. I just, I just knew I liked the feeling of whatever was happening, but I think really what's going on is like, we're like a, we're like a super organism that's here to bring Bitcoin to the world or something. I mean, maybe not a specific, like one super organism of many that's here to, here to bring uh, Bitcoin to the world. And I think that's what it kind of, kind of ended up being it's freaking cool it's really cool dude it's it's so amazing how like we've all become like a band of brothers and like uh i, I like to say you're like the patriarch of that because it was really your vision kyle's the matriarch you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're like you're like the patriarch you're you really are like the if if it, i really feel like you're like the one that um brings everybody together and if it if it wasn't for you keon like I don't think none of this would have happened, especially Pleb Lab. Like, I really, I really, no one knows this, but like, it was your idea. And like, you didn't have that vision and you didn't give us that kind of like, that kind of path. Um, I don't think it would have existed. No, I, yeah, maybe, it, maybe it wouldn't have. Um, I mean, I don't think it, it would have existed with me in isolation either. Cause I don't have the, I don't have like the will to like, create uh such a thing and but 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 you and kyle and like your skill sets applied to that idea have like made it have made it real so um but i always feel like you like like even just like the the things that you do and the thoughts that you have and uh that's why i always feel like uh having a dev in that in that founder role it has to happen. Like it has to happen. I, I don't think Pleb Lab works if it's just me and Kyle. It doesn't. You need a dev in that founder role, and that's the only way Pleb Lab works. If you don't have a founder in a in in that kind of role, it won't work because you you don't know what. Like there's no way that works. It has to have that, and it has to be able to be led by that. Yeah, I think once again, your like intuition is like is on point. I 
I once met a user of like a product I made like right out of college. Uh, they were, a, a con they were like using it and they were a computational biologist and I met them and we had, we had a hot chocolate, but they were like, I was just, I was describing like my journey to become a programmer and like I wanted, and I was like my interest in kind of like life sciences or whatever. And, uh, she was saying like any programmer who goes into life science is going to have a, a, a perfectly fine time. There's just like programmers think about things like differently. It's always about like making the process efficient. Like that's become, that becomes like what you train your brain to do is just like in anything that's going on, any like, you know, multi-step process, you begin trying to remove parts that don't make sense and introduce parts that, that make the whole thing work better. And I think that's, I think that's definitely true. I mean, I wouldn't have had, I don't have that in, I wouldn't have had that insight either that a founder needs to be part of this thing that's like fundamentally social, but I could see how it actually applies and like makes sense now. Um, yeah. And I think that's where we all complement each other is like me. I, I like being the creativity guy and like, I like dreaming big and building out this vision and just like living in different sandboxes and throwing the, the brush of paint up there and saying, oh, this and then this and this and this. And then Kyle likes to be like, let's fucking go and we're going to do this. And then it's going to it's going to we're going to do this. And, and Kyle's such a, a leader. Right. Yeah. And he for has sure. that charisma that you need to lead and people rally behind him. And yep. I think you need like all three of those parts to make this work. And it's funny how we have such different backgrounds and we're so three different people, mm -hmm. but for whatever reason it works. And I think it works because we're all Bitcoiners. Like, I think so too. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, and we we're all great friends. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. consider you like one of my best friends. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's true. I think we all, we all stay in our, we all have our own lanes, but we're like, we're like power rangers. Like we all have our own, like we all have our own abilities. I don't remember the power rangers. I don't know. Orange. I don't know if I'm the Does red, have orange? am I the red power ranger? I don't know. Is that a girl? I don't know. No, she's pink. Okay. That's Kyle. Kyle's the <laughs> <laughs> it's just crapping on Kyle. Right, I think you, need, you need a crap on him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's gotta, he's gotta be, I was going to say he's got to be put in his place, but he doesn't have to be put in his place. He's, he's, he's good. I just, I think it's funny because most people's perception of Kyle is likely what they see online where he's like shirtless and he's like, I'm the CEO of the plebs or whatever. And, and he's like, look at my six pack. I'm, I'm, you know, no, I've got, I've got teddy bear. No one even knows how I've got, much of a teddy bear he is. I've got extra deltoids. I have, <laughs> I have more deltoids than a human should have. No, <laughs> people don't realize Kyle's such a teddy bear. Um, but yeah. Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, I think that's it. I think, I think we're good. Move to Austin. If you're into Bitcoin, please. If you're a founder, move, move to Austin too and come join us in Pleb Lab. We'll treat you right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say if, if you're, if you're a developer, if you're somebody who's building a Bitcoin project and you want to um, be around other Bitcoiners and you want to build alongside of us, um, you'll meet Keon, you'll meet the rest of them and, uh, they could help you, um, with your project and likely get funded. I mean, everybody seems to be getting funded. Keon just got funded, right? I did. Yeah. I got like a little, I'm, I'm I got like a little pre-seed. It's like less than I used to make. Never mind. Uh, but, it, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a very, I get to pay myself a meager salary and I'm not like hemorrhaging cash anymore and I'm not, you know, worried about health insurance and stuff. So yeah. And then you're doing what you love and I'm doing what I love and that's and, the important part. Yeah. And you're, and you're, meeting own, cool you're people. your own boss too. And 
you get to hang out with Bitcoiners all day. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm a bad boss. I'm like the hardest boss in the world. But yeah, <laughs> uh, don't listen to that uh, future employees. But um, yeah, it's great. Come get funded. There's a lot of money sloshing around in the economy right now. It'll probably be that way for a while, but uh, you should you should get funded. Especially people are very interested in this space. So money has just gotten interested in the space over the last year. So how long did come. it take you to get funded? Um, I remember myself saying when I was at TabConf that I wanted to get. That was like early November. I was like, I'm I need I need to figure this out. I'm, I I want to get funded by the end of oh, the. Oh wow! So luckily, it took you from November, December, January. No, it was pretty. It was done by end of end of December. It was done by mid-December. I was oh, just wow. waiting on a few. I had already had all, all like everyone had committed. I was just waiting for money to land in my account. It happened really fast and pretty much every investor, I didn't reach out. Every investor who invested reached out to me and not the other way around or someone connected me with them like voluntarily. It was really, it was just very easy. I got some really great investors. Like a lot of them were users. So it was a huge. That's um, awesome. Yeah. A huge, um, advantage um but yeah it happened it happened way fast i never thought i'd be able to raise money like i've i've never tried to raise money and i've just always assumed that um i was like allergic to i didn't have i didn't like i didn't have what it i didn't have what it what they wanted like rich people didn't wouldn't like to give me money or something that's what i that's what i thought I wow know. well i think yeah i think Sacker news is just i told you this like it's going to be the most profitable news corporation in the entire world but that's just my opinion. I've said that from the beginning, but I can say that because I believe that. You can say what you believe. That's what I believe. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Awesome Bitcoin Club podcast. We'll see you next month. Adios. It's not enough.